This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic. I Radio. Hello, this is Stephen McHugh here, bringing you episode two from series two of Unique Dyslexic Eye. I hope you're all feeling well and doing okay. Um, my wife and I went away for a week last week, the first time we'd really been anywhere since March the 18th, 2020, when we both had to isolate because of COVID. It was so good. We went up to North, we went up North, lots of space, visited Bewley, visited Loch Ness. We didn't see the monster, unfortunately. We even did a wee bit of the NC500, the North Coast 500 route which was great normally it takes about six days to go around so we only went about 50 miles up it and uh, the countryside was beautiful still we had a restful five days and we came back on friday last week so here i am with series two episode two and now let's get on with the show this is stephen McHugh reporting for unique dyslexic Radio. Hello, this is Stephen McHugh here for Unique Dyslexic Eye. Today I want to talk a little bit about dyslexia and assessment and being dyslexia positive. The first thing I'm going to say is I, I am dyslexic. Not just a little part of me is dyslexic. I see and make sense, learn about the world through my dyslexic prism. I don't have dyslexia. I don't suffer with dyslexia. I don't hate being dyslexic. I am not a person with dyslexia. I am dyslexic. For my own part, once I was assessed, I began my own journey into understanding how being unassessed dyslexic at school impacted me on my education and enabled me to take a journey to go back to school and to discover that I was academic and I had academic potential. So I went from loading lorries to running a dyslexia department. I went from being a schoolkeeper to founding and running my own social enterprise. I went from being a labourer to doing this podcasting thing. So that assessment freed me from, not there's anything wrong with being a schoolkeeper or a caretaker or a forklift truck driver, but it freed me, enabled me to reach my potential. The most important thing I got from that assessment. So a dyslexia is crucial for us because without one, how can we as dyslexics understand who we are? Begin to understand what being that being dyslexic is fab. Stop ourselves from becoming negative self-fulfilling prophecy based around a medical model of dyslexia, which talks about dyslexia in terms of deficits, disorder and discrepancy, which causes us to limit what we can do. So before I was assessed, I would have said, yep, being dyslexic has disabled me. After I was assessed and got to know and understand how my dyslexic mind worked and got to realise how that being dyslexic and undiagnosed dyslexic at school, that it wasn't me as a dyslexic that was an issue. It was the fact that our schools were dyslexia unfriendly. And at that time, anyway, not really anything was known about dyslexia or if it was, I'm sure not many, nothing was going on in schools about it and the education system about it. I just want to say being dyslexic has so many positives. We have strong emotional intelligence, bad creative ability, we're big picture thinkers, 3D thinkers. Our empathy is 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 fantastic and there are so much more positives in and around being dyslexic. You know, come back to me, give me some more positives, please. Comment. It would be really good to hear from you. Okay, reading can be a pain. I skip paragraphs, I skip sentences. It takes me a while to get the information off the page in into into my head. But but there are ways that we can get around that, changing the color of the page, changing the font using a text-to-speech engine can help us with the reading side of things it can be a pain but it doesn't stop me from reading there are solutions out there my spelling can be a trifle bizarre but it does not stop me from spelling or writing i have my good friend alexa here alexa can you spell dyslexia please dyslexia is spelled d y s l e x i a 
Now, I don't know if you heard Alexa giving me had the right spelling for dyslexia. I find Alexa is fantastic. It helps me with a lot of things, including my short-term memory, my organisation. It's fantastic. I really like it. As for my memory, God, blow me, my memory. It can be a trifle... Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, it can be a trifle forgetful. Don't ask me about remembering names. Um, what's your name again? I know I used to hang about with people and I used to wait and not say anything and wait for somebody to say the name of the person I wanted to say something to so that I could say their name. And if there's any one thing that's most annoying about being dyslexic, it's not being able to remember names. Now, I am a great believer in the social model of dyslexia. It's our model. It's one that we've developed for ourselves. It defines dyslexia in a positive way. It talks about dyslexia in terms of diversity diversity and difference. It's not a model that has been imposed on us by a non-dyslexic, dyslexia-unfriendly society. The medical model will say dyslexia is all about deficits, disorder and discrepancy. Which one would you choose? Diversity and difference, deficits, disorder and discrepancy. Now, I'm going to go back to my assessment. Now, that was the first step of enabling me to understand what dyslexic, being dyslexic meant for me and how I could start to develop my strategies and enable me to move away from what I was doing before and what I'm doing now but it also helped me with my mental health with my self-esteem with my self-confidence because I knew what caused the mental health issues it was the frustration of being in a dyslexia unfriendly classroom that I could where I couldn't access the learning so many of us leave school with mental health issues with low self-esteem with poor self-confidence and indeed I can still feel that when I'm feeling tired, you know, I can still sometimes the mental health thing, the self-confidence thing can still come back to haunt me at times. But I'm going to go back to this idea that I see and make sense of the world through a dyslexic prism. It's not a small part of me. There's not a small bit in my head that says, here's the dyslexic bit of you, Steve. It's not. It's all of me. It's my, it impacts on my thinking, how my problem solving, my emotional intelligence. It, emotional intelligence is so important. Empathy is so important. It might be one of the reasons why we we do end up with mental health issues because we are really kind of there's the emotion thing is is quite strong within us and i'm going to go back to school and say where in school do we get talk about where we talk about emotional intelligence where in school do we talk about empathy where in school do we 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 don't get the education the learning the access to the things that we need to know about at school so i'm going to say about dyslexia society has a very narrow view about dyslexia and it's one narrow view that focuses on the negatives you can't spell. You're forgetful. You can't organise yourself. Your writing's crap. You know, my handwriting is terrible. It's not my handwriting hasn't improved since I'm about eight. You know, I'm, I, I write in capitals all the time. And if I'm going to go back to assistive technology, my piece of assistive technology, the one thing that helped me through university was just access to a keyboard. Now, in my in my first year at Roehampton University, I really struggled passing exams. And one of the teachers basically looked at my work and says, "How can you expect to pass an exam when your handwriting like this?" And which I was doing you know i was writing in block capitals really slowly and i was never going to get i I was never going to pass i actually did manage to pass a couple of exams but i couldn't pass one i moved to a different university and practically straight away i got a dyslexia assessment i got i got um, disabled students allowance gave me access to a computer gave me access to a computer keyboard and i was able to move forward so what a dyslexia is another thing a dyslexia assessment gives you is you can start problem solving your issues and look for solutions does that make sense that's what course it does now i go on about a dyslexic prism okay what our education system does is it tries to make us in an image of non-dyslexic kids it teaches tries to teach us in ways that non-dyslexic kids learn best and we don't learn at all and so if we look at comparing non-dyslexic kids to dyslexic kids it's a little bit like comparing a cow to a kangaroo now trust me this is going to make sense eventually you ask a kangaroo to jump 
and it will jump because it's built to jump. That's how it works. It's got the springy legs and it likes to jump. Then if you ask a cow to do that same jump, it quite simply can't because it's not built. It's makeup isn't doesn't built to make it able to jump. So what happens what happens in school is that we find that we're told that we can't we're the cow that can't jump. So what happens in education is we are labeled as a cow that's disabled because we can't jump like a kangaroo, a non-dyslexic kid. We are diagnosed, we are sent to for jumping lessons. So what they try to do is make you in the image of a non-dyslexic kid, which is daft. And I think my my, my on reflection, maybe my exp- explanation is a bit daft, but it's the closest thing I can to explaining it. So which model do you prefer? Do you prefer the medical disability model, which talks about dyslexia in terms of deficit, disorder and discrepancy? Or do you prefer a social model of dyslexia that says it's all about diversity and difference? Now, I'm not trying to say that we don't need support in school. Of course we do, dyslexics do, just like people with disabilities do, just like people with autism and other neurodiverse communities need support in school. But it's not because we are neurodiverse or dyslexic. It's because our education system doesn't work for us. So I think one of the reasons why I do social model of dyslexia and I've linked it with social enterprise is because I think that offers the dyslexic community a much more positive way forward. One that doesn't necessarily say that being dyslexic is is not good. I know I bang on about the medical deficit model of dyslexia and how negative it is. All that the medical model tells us is that we are ill in some way and that we need to be cured, that we need to remediate it. In school, there is far too much focus on remediation, taking us out of the classroom, segregating us into some respect and again trying to make us into a non-dyslexic image that we will never achieve and i'd never want to achieve because i think being dyslexic is fab now the vast majority of successful dyslexics say they're successful because they are dyslexic and in spite of their experience in education i'm a great believer in that we need to get together as a community we need to challenge the negative medical discrepancy model of dyslexia and we need to replace it with our model one that we put together and unless we do break away from that medical model of dyslexia we will keep on condemning our kids to becoming negative self-fulfilling prophecies we will keep on condemning our kids to coming home from school in tears because they've had a really bad day at school because their education system is is dyslexia unfriendly we will have parents who are dealing with the fallout from school in terms of mental health in terms of self-confidence in terms of self-esteem of their dyslexic kids they could spend more of their time instead of trying to deal with those issues they could spend more time working with their children and enabling them to start discovering about their dyslexia and the positives about being dyslexic. I think that's the the last you're going to hear from me. I think I've rambled on enough, which is probably a good thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm going to say peace, love and grooviness to you all. Please, if you have anything to say, why don't you email me on steve, S-T-E-V-E, underscore McHugh, M-C-C-U-E, at hotmail.com why don't you message me on my facebook uh, unique dyslexic eye facebook page or you can send me a message on messenger join me on my facebook page that'd be really good so i'm gonna say be seeing you take care look after yourselves and thanks for listening please share please comment please leave a like it'd be really help- helpful for me in my quest to try and find some funding to keep my unique dyslexic eye channel up and running thanks very much bye this is stephen McHugh reporting for unique dyslexic 
iRadio. Okay, so that's the end of episode two of series two. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions about it or have anything you'd like to say about the, the show itself, you can contact me through Steve, S-T-E-V-E, underscore McHugh at hotmail.com. And McHugh is spelled M-C-C-U-E. You can also contact me through Messenger or Facebook or anywhere my uh, podcasts are being played or shared. Uh, next week, we're going to talk a little bit about it's going to be universities opening soon it's going to be colleges opening soon it's going to be schools opening soon and so next week a little bit about accessing support for dyslexic neurodiverse and disabled students but whatever college you're going every university you're going at whatever school you're going what your options are the one thing i'm going to say about this is that everybody should go and see the support services at whatever school whatever university whatever college they go to doesn't matter how confident you feel just go along and have a chat with them to let them know you're there and so that you have a good idea of the faces and the people that you've got to see and contact should you find you need some support in the future okay so now as just a little bit of a tune from myself i haven't really even named the tune it's just something a bit jazzy but it's just a short little tune for the end of the show okay thank you very much (laughs) 